Welcome to And the Award Goes To, a weekly podcast where we see the newest films to hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally, an award to a particular thing in the movie. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Rodoy. Rocky, what did we see today? Saw Game Night. We saw Game Night. Yeah. Uh, who's it directed by? It is directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. And which one of those is the guy that you said was from Freaks and Geeks? Uh, John Francis Daly. He okay. played uh, Sam Weir in uh, okay. yeah. Freaks and Geeks, and he was in Waiting, and yeah. he was in few other things and then he him and uh jonathan goldstein are writing and directing duo now but they didn't write this film they just directed it they just directed it yeah so who who wrote it uh mark perez who is that i don't know it doesn't have anything about <laughs> yeah. him have any any other kind of work from him no nope, it doesn't have anything on, uh from him on here maybe on imdb they do but not yeah. on here i wonder how much he wrote of this because uh the writing in this movie was really fucking good and I don't know if it was the writing or if it was like, I don't, it didn't seem like a lot of it was improv, but like, I, at least to me, it didn't seem like anything was improv to you because no. it seemed pretty sharp and pretty quick. And I thought that was like all writing. Yeah, I mean, everyone's, right. everyone's chops was really good. Yeah, like I right. thought uh, Rachel, Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman's like in particular, they were mm-hmm. on point with their yeah, deliveries. Right. Uh, but yeah, it didn't seem like, it seemed like improv. So I guess that's all writing and mm-hmm. it was really well done. Um, you got a score on there? The score was really yeah, good. Yeah, the too. score is by uh, uh, Cliff Martinez, who's worked with Nicholas Whiting Ruffin a lot. Okay. And he's done some Steven Soderbergh films and uh, a few other things. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, who, who's in the movie? Uh, Jason Bateman, who is also a producer on the film. Yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams, Billy Magnuson, Sharon Horgan, Lamorne Morris, Kylie Burnberry, Bunbury. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. And yeah. uh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good cast. So they, yeah. uh, they they kicked butt. What did what did you think of it? Uh, I loved it. Yeah, yes. it's, I think it's one of the one of the best comedies that come out in the past five years. Yeah, yeah. it was it was really good. I uh, I loved it. Um, definitely, like I think it's probably the best movie I've seen this year. I'm like it's early. Like hand- <laughs> exactly yeah. though. You know, it's March yeah. so whatever. Yeah, I think it's, I I think I enjoy the most so far. Also, I liked it more than Black Panther. I liked it more than Annihilation. Yep. And uh, and I like those films. Yeah, like everybody's losing their fucking shit over Black Panther, yeah. and I love the progression. Like, listen to a review, you know, yeah, I love yeah. the progress it makes. I think I think it's a really enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. But I just like this film a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was really well done. Being honest with you, I'm kind of fucking tired of hearing about Black Panther. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like yeah. I know we're all excited, but I'm kind of fucking tired about hearing about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. Like. Everybody just, I don't know. Everywhere I look, it's another article about Black Panther. I'm like, yep, it's been out for a month. We get it. Like, almost yeah. two months. Like, no, it's a, it's got a very big online presence. Yeah. I think it's good yeah. that it's doing so well. Yeah, so yeah like, for we, sure. We definitely need it. And like yeah. you said, progressive. And I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. I want it to happen. And it's a good thing. But I'm like, even with movies that I love, like The Last Jedi and stuff. It's I just like, don't want to hey, hear I'm, about it for yeah. like... <laughs> weeks on end yeah exactly get it (laughs) even even with even with stuff that i love i'm just like all right i'm moving on like it's three weeks later i'm going to something else so and a lot of but it's good i'm I'm glad you know black panther is that movie out there for a lot of like wonder Wonder woman last year with a lot of other people and and stuff yeah yeah it was it was really good stuff but this is i didn't like half of this is like this movie was really good and i had heard like okay things about it online 82 percent of ron tomatoes 82 mm-hmm I'd give it a fucking hundred. Really? That's yeah. I would. Be 10, I don't know if I give it a hundred. Ten but out of ten, dude. I would give. I'll probably give eight point five. Nine Ooh, out of 10, yeah. No, it was like, yeah. like I just cannot think of anything in this movie I didn't like. Yeah. Like anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's my review. Next week we'll see. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, game game night. Um, it's good. We'll get to that in a second. Though you got uh any news? Extra extra, read all about it. 
Yeah, um, Spike Lee maybe uh, he's eyeing or being eyed or he's circling the project to uh, direct uh, Spider-Man spinoff Nightwatch. The fuck is that? Nightwatch is like, he's a 90s Marvel character that looks a lot like Spawn that was like drawn by Tom McFarlane. I mean... Is that him? Yeah. I was going to say, that looks like Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Spawn. So it's a character that nobody gives a fuck about, yeah. and the writer Luke Cage will be coming along with him, but it's a black character. Okay. What's his, um, what's his story? I've never heard of that. He's a scientist. Kevin Trench. He gets a bit by a spider. Um, and I can't remember what else happened with him. I don't know. He tamed up with Spider-Man and Captain America a couple times or something. Okay. He's a nobody cares that nobody gives a fuck about something. He's like, well, who do we have? And they looked at their bag, and it's like... Huh. And they really don't have anybody to start like a really big expansive universe with just a Spider-Man property. Yeah. It's yeah. like Marvel kind of has it by the balls where they're like, hey, <laughs> come on. Like, you don't want to go and do this. You don't yeah. want to like, you're making money right now. You're making a lot of money. You don't want to turn it back and like try to make your own universe with just Spider-Man characters. Yeah. That's stupid. Did you see the animated trailer though? Because that looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, one does look solid, cool. Yeah. yeah. But they want to make, you know, they want to have their Marvel Cinematic Universe. They no, no, just no, don't have no, enough yeah. property to do exactly. with it. So they're just kind of already digging at the bottom of the barrel. Like I was watching shit online. People are like, they're making Nightwatch. Like nobody gives a <laughs> fuck about Nightwatch. Nobody cares about Nightwatch. Nobody talked about Nightwatch. <laughs> nobody was like, man, that'd be awesome. They have a Nightwatch It could film. be really good though. It could come out of nowhere and it could be it'll make people care about night yeah sure so, maybe there's other there's other <laughs> characters i'm sure it's, it's like, fun man you gotta get creative sometimes you gotta reach around you got, you got spike root down at the bottom of the toy box real quick you and got, see what's down there yeah blow the dust off of that yeah. old action figure and yeah, yeah you, got, you got spike lee attached yeah yeah i mean he's trying to get a bit of that money <laughs> and a bit of that superhero money yeah, it'll be so. Is there were, were there details like they're just trying to get it going or something off the ground? Yeah, right uh, the Hollywood Reporter has confirmed sources say Lee's involvement is early at this point, but that he could potentially direct a film written by Luke Cage showrunner Chio Hadari Coker, centering on an African American scientist, Doctor Kevin Trench, first introduced in the comics in 1993. Hmm. That's all. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So he's some type of lab experiment happened to him. I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> it's basically just spawn. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I think it was interesting, but it's, I don't care. <laughs> like, especially with like, I'm just tired. I think of people trying to make universes at this no, point. Yeah, Cause yeah. really only one company has done it successfully. Yeah. Marvel's the only person that successfully made a connected universe. Yeah, universes are the new, uh, you know, like sequel kind yeah. of thing. Like the new franchise. Yeah. Here, Everybody wants like, one. And they're starting yeah. to realize now we're like, Huh. Yeah. We're all not doing well at this. Yeah. Like exactly. Universal tried to do the dark universe and that stuff. Which I bomb. bet you they are kicking themselves <laughs> in the fucking ass they did not let Guillermo del Toro Oof. do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who they originally had connected to, and they're like, that We don't great. need you. And he's like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're like, So much money we had to give you to for you to come back. It's like, no, don't worry he's about like, it. He's like, Oh no, I'm making my fish sex movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making gonzo films at this <laughs> yeah. point. No, uh yeah, like it used to be, you know, twenty or thirty years ago it was like Oh, people really like this movie. Let's make a sequel, which yeah. I actually have an article about something like that. Mm. That's still going on in this day and age. Mm. So I'm going to get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, like the universes are the new that that's what it is. It's like everyone wants to make it. They want to milk this thing. They want to make it crazy and yeah. big. They want it to be a household name. And it's most of the time it's just not. <laughs> so yep. Yep. Uh, but speaking of that, so I'll use that as a, were you done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's all. I, I can't like say anything else. You're like still holding your phone and stuff. I was like, oh, do you have? Do you, no, I was you, just switching to the next article. Yeah. Okay. No. Um. So here's the 
Unfortunately, that's not a very smooth segue. Hang on. Where the fuck is... <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Where's it at? It's just getting it worse. Where's it at? Here we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, what was one of my favorite movies last year, Rocky? Oh, I knew this was happening. Yeah? I saw you post, uh, you see, I put, yeah, exactly. I saw you post a status you, about you it. You saw oh, me post it, probably. Yeah, yeah, Happy Death Day was your second favorite movie of last Happy year. Death and now Day. they're making a sequel to Why it. Why are they making a fucking sequel? Because it's sold. That movie is fine. Why they make as... a sequel? I mean, even though it's like... 12 years later 13 years later why they make a sequel to uh the strangers <laughs> oh yeah i forgot that's in theaters this weekend yeah strangers last what, weekend what, oh is it but it's still in like this yeah so it's all there yeah, yeah. it's like strangers pray at, pray night. at night or something yeah, yeah p-r-e-y get it it's a play on words um so yeah happy death day sequel uh this article is from comicbook.com I'll, I'll try to read it as quickly as i can if you make a horror, if you make a hit horror movie that didn't cost very much to produce but rakes in dollars at the box office, you're more guaranteed to get a sequel. You're almost guaranteed to get a sequel. It almost looks like that idea is staying true with last fall's breakout thriller, Happy Death Day, directed by Christopher Landon and starring Jessica Roth, Ruth something R O T H E. Mm. Happy Death Day was a money making machine on a mere four point eight million dollar budget, which is that Blumhouse budget we always yeah, Blumhouse we always talk always about. Just low budget, the yeah, best way to do that's it. That's what they do. They come under five every time, five mm-hmm. million. They do it, and uh, so it had a four point eight million dollar budget, and it raked in over a hundred million dollars across the globe, like on its whole run. It's pretty pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. While a sequel to the film hasn't been officially ordered, many felt that it was on the way um yeah 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 let's see um according to bloody disgusting the listing also states for a there's a movie called faux pas it's a working title that's uh, gonna begin filming in new orleans on may 14th uh under the same title landed is supposed to be directing uh jason blum is supposed to be producing um let's see and then collider had an interview with jessica roth and she made it sound like the follow-up was already planned and in the works. Uh, the sequel, the way he described it, this is from Jessica Roth. The sequel, the way he described it to me, elevates the movie from being a horror movie. And I wouldn't even say it's just horror movie because it's horror, comedy, rom-com, drama. In a back-to-the-future type of genre film where the sequel joins us right from where we left off. Great. It explains a, or it explains a lot of things in the first one that didn't get explained and elevates everything. I think everything was explained in the first one. El- yeah. What needs to be everything else explained? explained? Like, yeah, we don't need this. Yeah. A- and let's see, she continued. I was really pleased to know that we were just going to be pushing all the buttons that people loved from the first time over and over again. <laughs> or wait a minute. She, she, I was really pleased to know that we weren't just going to be pushing all the buttons that people loved the first time over and over again. Cause quote, that can get really old. I'm really Guess excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to see this come to fruition and I'm uh, fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> if it does what the final product looks like, I hope we get to do it. I had a ball. Uh so that's from Jessica Roth. So yeah, that's one of my favorite you know, it was only beaten by The Last Jedi last year for me. Um I loved Happy Death Day. I was I, not. <laughs> I was not a fan. Yeah. But it's getting the fucking sequel. It's yep. just like what we just talked yep. about. It's if it sells, they'll make it another one. They're like, hey, this did really well as an original idea. That could just be... And you know, I've been wrong about stuff before. I've been pleasantly surprised with stuff. I went into Happy Death Day. I remember you wanted to go see Happy Death Day a little bit more than me when it first came out. Like, we saw a preview for it, and I was like, that looks all right. And you were like, yeah, I want to go see it. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I'd, I'd like to see it. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. And then I ended up fucking loving it. Mm-hmm. And even with Game Night, what we saw today, I've heard okay things about it. I remember seeing the trailer for Game Night. I only saw it once for the first time when we went to go see something else, I think. 
and I remember like groaning in that trailer because the trailer was the trailer was not good. See, it I like the trailer. It I for me it didn't it didn't work for me. I yeah. was like, this looks like it could, could be kind of funny, yeah, but it looks like it's gonna be shit. And then I heard really good reviews about it, and I was like, all right, well let's go watch Game Night, and that's the best movie I've seen of the year now. Yeah, so sure. uh, which like we said is only three months in, yeah. but still like I so I like being pleasantly surprised. I can be wrong about things. Something can sound like crap or look like crap and end up being amazing. I hope that's what happens with Happy Death Day sequel. It's got the same director coming back, so I'm okay with that because I really like the original. It's got the same star coming back, so it won't be some other girl trying to take the reins. Because that's what, you know, back in our episode, I, that's who I gave the award to was Jessica Roth. Yeah, right. I thought with her character, the acting that she did for that character, I remember I specifically said it was on par with like Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman. Like it was up there. Like she. Not like not that that character is going to be remembered, but the way that she portrayed the character, the energy and emotion and everything she put into that acting for that specific character, I thought was top notch. Especially since she was the only character in the movie. Yeah, exactly. She's the only. She's, she's the, the only, only one worth the, remembering. Yeah, she's the only person in that film. I can't remember anybody except for and the you chick don't at the need end. To. Yeah, she's the only. She's the only one. No. Uh, yeah, that's another. That's one of the critiques I had back in our episode. And yeah. yeah, that's I agreed with you on that. It's like, yeah, yeah no other characters in this movie matter. It's not. It's, yep. it's kind of bland. It's mm. just her. So I mean, as long as they have her back, I'm like, eh, it could be. Like I'm trying to stay optimistic, but. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Well, uh, speaking of sequels, there you go. And uh, directors coming back. Rob yeah. Zombie's already started directing a follow-up to the devil's rejects the devil's rejects yeah, yeah did he be, already did it, sorry, already, it already started yeah oh, okay like they posted something about it and then like later on that day they posted the uh chair on set like the director chair on yeah. set and everything yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. already shooting it's gonna be called three from hell okay so it's house thousand corpses devil's rejects and then three from hell which is a super 1970s exploitation title which yeah. is a huge influence on these films uh people are wondering what it's going to be. People don't know if it's going to take place after Devil's Rejects and spoiler for Devil's Rejects. If you've never seen it, you should go watch it. Yeah. But, um, it's they good. get you, shot up at the end. Yeah. You made me watch it. Yeah. I actually really like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It has the epic dying scene at the end, like yeah. shootout scene where they get all shot up yeah. to Freebird. It's pretty great. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you don't know if it's going to be a sequel to it or if it's going to take place in between the films or what, but if it's oh, called okay. three from hell, it's probably going to be them like coming back, back from hell in some yeah. way. Yeah, which wild, yeah. wouldn't be weird from Rob Zombie. But also kind of worried since Rob Zombie hasn't put out a good film since Halloween 1. Because I like yeah. the first Halloween remake. Oh, yeah, me too. But Halloween 2 was no good. I didn't watch um, it. I like some of the imagery in Lords of Salem. And I haven't oh, heard okay. good things about 31. I didn't even know 31 existed. Yeah, 31 came out last year. It's just late 13 year backwards. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's, it's these people wake up. They've been taken captive and they're on this carnival ground. These clowns are trying to kill them and shit. That sounds weird. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like it could be all right. It could yeah. be a nice it's like, romp. I mean, you know, he's just making exploitation films and that's fine. Yeah. You know, he's making like these 1970s-esque exploitation films. I think people are holding him at a higher standard than that. Like, oh, this yeah. isn't as good as, you know, The Exorcist or something. Like, oh, he's not trying to make a film like that. You yeah. know, he's just trying to do something that's like kind of schlocky and like no, yeah. things that he likes and it's fun. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the thing with like Devil's Rejects is that you care about those characters and people like those characters and people want to see those characters again. Yeah. And even though there's things that happen in that movie that really push some people's buttons, I was hearing some people react to it. Like now, like, I don't know, like some things happen, devil's rejects where I'm just like, I wasn't okay with like how things were predict, uh, depicted, but 
everybody says the same like but i really like the characters like yeah he's really good at making you like these characters are doing heinous things during the movie you're watching and so by the end you're like i still like them <laughs> yeah. like they oh, just raped and murdered like three people like well they're okay though <laughs> like, you know, they're really interesting and that's yeah. good they're interesting characters. Yeah. yeah so we'll see um it's already shooting. It's in production, so it'll okay. probably come out maybe next year or something like that. Gotcha. Does he? Uh, does he usually like direct and write stuff? Is he yeah. doing that? Yeah, he, he yeah oh, okay. he wrote and directed all his films. Where's the score usually come from? His score? I don't know. I don't know if he does some of it or not. Yeah, yeah. It's just him playing like kind of sh- like weird beats and then yeah. like. Rrr, rrr, rrr. I don't know because I mean like Devil's Rejects had like a more like twangy type of like it southern did. like yeah. soundtrack and. The other movies sounded like soundtracks. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. Yeah, they I don't like, remember the soundtracks sound like at soundtracks. all. Yeah, yeah, there was something. So that's uh, three from hell, and that'll yeah, three from hell will come out eventually. Yeah, eventually, it's, it's already being shot. I didn't press home. Why is it? <laughs> Hang on. Nope. Nope. Okay, that's the gallery. Um, I think I only have like one other thing real quick. Uh, Sam Raimi announces the Grudge reboot. Do you see that? No. Okay, well, that's I, all I had. I like Sam. <laughs> I like Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The Grudge is pretty good. Wasn't the wait a minute? So which one is the Grudge? I'm thinking of the Ring. All right, the Grudge, the grudge is, the, is one... the videotape one, right? The Ring is the one with the videotape. Oh, okay, never mind. The Grudge, grudge is the one in the house in Japan, uh, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it came so, out like I right around the same time. Yeah, I wasn't I, even thinking of the right. I confuse movie, them. I confuse scenes from all myself. I'm just like, it's got like a girl. Hair. It's got a pill. Pil- yeah, pill pil- girl, girl with like, like long, long hair. hair stuff, both right? movies. Yeah. You said Ring was a remake. I don't think Grudge is remake. It is now. Yeah, now <laughs> it is. It's a reboot. There we go. Yeah, well, you know, um, God bless him. Yeah, Sam Sam Raimi. Let's see if he can bring some of his yeah. campy cheesiness to it. Yeah, I got a... I'll, I'll sh- Did you ever see the original Grudge? Yeah, uh, well, I watched the whole film. I watched bits and pieces. It was good. Uh, I just okay. watched the whole when thing. When did it come out? 2003? 2002? Something, oh. Somewhere around there? Okay, yeah. so back when I was in like, yeah. high school. Yeah. Huh. Um, all right, I'll, I'll just quick shoot these ones then. Uh, Margaret Robbie is now officially in talks for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. To, oh, play, okay. to play to play Sharon Tate, yeah, because okay. she was uh, it's been long rumored that she's been in talks to play Sharon Tate in the film. Okay, and now it's official that she is in talks too. Nice, I didn't see anything about that. Where did you see that at? Uh, Birth movies, death. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Um, Nicholas Cage is gonna be finally playing Superman in the Teen Titans animated and movie. Teen Titans Go, the animated film. So he'll uh, be voicing Superman. Yeah, he'll be voicing Superman along with Lil Yachty as Green Lantern. So, I mean... Who is Lil Yachty? Is that a uh, rapper? Yeah, he's garbage. Okay. He's, he's, sorry. You, rapper very, very loosely. Yeah. Yeah, he's something. He's is popular he for some like reason. mumble rappers yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's no good. He's like a 19-year-old yeah. kid. That's no, okay. no good. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Um, Dan Gilroy, the uh, director of Nightcrawler. Ooh. Um, he's coming out with a new movie starring uh, reuniting him with Jake Gyllenhaal and Renee Russo. Nice. Um, let's see if, if they release a name. I don't know if they release a name for it. Um, it's going to be a horror thriller. The plot follows big money artists and mega collectors who pay a high price when art collides with commerce. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. It's got uh, who else is in the cash? Uh, cast is... Uh, Zoe Ashton, Stranger cool. Things Breakout, Natalia Dyer. Who else is in this cash? Cash, yes, yeah, Johnny. Swimming in the cash. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Uncle Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just break your neck it. if you try to do <laughs> yeah. that. Um, just jump in. Tony Award nominee Tom Sturridge, Tony Award winner David Diggs, Academy Award nominee Tony Collette, and Academy Award nominee John Malkovich. Is that the only people in the cash? 
Yeah, so everybody in the cash. They're, they're all on bills. Oh, okay. Yeah, their faces are just on the bills. Hey, oh, there it is. All right. They are the commerce. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's actually it. the twist. They get turned into cash. Bam. Um, but that's it's a it. horror thriller. That's all that's known about it right now. Interesting. So, Nightcrawler is amazing. Yeah, Nightcrawler is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Ava Dervaney. Oh, shit. Let me turn my phone off real quick. Uh, Sorry. Ava uh, Dervaney, who Wrinkle in Time just came out. She directed that. Oh, okay. And she directed um, a way better film a couple of years back called uh, Selma. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She will be, she's attached to direct The New Gods for DC. Okay. The yep. New Gods, for anybody that doesn't know, that's... Uh, that was referenced in Justice League. Yeah. Yep. That, that's uh, Jack Kirby's Fourth World. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a comic run back in the 70s where he made this big, like, epic crossing uh, a place called... Um, um fuck apocalypse and um fucking uh what is the other one called uh genesis uh oh okay um your genesis maybe but anyways it's the fourth world it was the introduction of dark side and they're like goddess characters and stuff like that and it was Uh a big epic so it's gonna be really big and colorful and all that so that'll be interesting um and danny boyle thinks danny boyle will direct Bond 25 okay. as the birth movie's death title. Their article says um, Danny Boyle has been rumored these last few weeks. Director of uh, Train Spotting, Sunshine, uh, 28 Days Later, yep. um, uh, Steve Jobs, a whole bunch of good stuff. Um, it's been long rumored the past few weeks that he's going to be uh, in talks to direct the next James Bond film. Okay. And now it seems right now that he's working on the script at the very least. Okay. And that he's like, as if it turns out well, then I'll be completely for directing it. Nice. Um, but he's going to be directing another movie at the end of this year or in a few months. And it's probably by the end of the year, they'll be able to direct Bond 25 if he decides to do it. Okay. And this will, huh. that Bond movie will also be the last one for Daniel Craig as well. Oh, okay. Until they offer him more money and he comes back. Yeah, and he's like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> he's like, all right, I guess I can take a trillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'll right. complain about it, though. I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. I'm just gonna be quiet and fix my cufflinks a lot. Yeah, that's exactly. It. <laughs> I'm gonna look like a like uh the Weekly Planet says I'm gonna look like a potato man. <laughs> well, he's a giant potato in a suit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's 25 Bond movie. I'm not too familiar with Bond yeah, stuff. So I have the whole collection right there. Of them. Yeah. Damn, it's only two cases. That's all 24 of them. That's yeah. That's all 24 of them. Damn. Have you watched all of them? Have you seen, yeah, every, I've seen, James Bond I've movie? seen every Bond movie? Really? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Bond? Um, Sean Connery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig is actually second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not a. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Roger one? Moore. Uh, no. <laughs> now his his were. I like how goofy his were. Yeah. Like they were completely ridiculous, but I just didn't like him as Bond. Gotcha. You know, Timothy Dalton. I wasn't a big fan of George Lazenby. I like Pierce Brosnan. I just don't think Pierce Brosnan was in any really good, except yeah. for GoldenEye. Yeah. James Bond films. Gotcha. So. What was the one with Halle Berry in it? That's like Die Another Day. That's Die Another Day. That killed okay. the series until Casino Royale. Yeah. It killed it for like five years, four years, That's something like that. Hearing, yeah. And they're like, ah, let's <laughs> do another one. Like, we don't <laughs> fuck this up. Let's let... It was so bad that after 20 some films, then they were like, okay, let's reboot this. Let's <laughs> go back to the beginning and do Casino Royale and change, like make it gritty, yeah. darker and stuff. <laughs> Bring it back to basics. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, interesting okay yeah, yeah bond is that uh that all you got yep that's all i got cool let's um let's go ahead and get to our 
review of game night. We're down to two teams. So for double points, what is the name of the purple Teletubby? Tinky Winky. You're both correct. He always carried a red purse. Max is very competitive, as am I. It's one of the reasons I fell in love with him. Oh, it's easy. He was an Incredible Hulk. Eric Bana. Other one. Mark Ruffalo. Other one. Lou Ferrigno. Primal Fear. Richard Gere never played the Incredible Hulk. Time. Jesus Christ. Ed Norton. Oh, oh shit. Primal Fear. Guys, what do you say we do this at my house next week? This will be a game night to remember. Oh, boy. Mm. Tonight, we're taking game night up a notch. We don't need a board and we do not need pieces. We won't need any extra rudeness either. Someone in this room is going to be taken. Oh, it's a murder mystery party. Fun. Whoever finds the victim wins the grand prize, the keys to the stingray. Just the keys? No, Ryan, the whole car. Oh, yes! I just want to wish you the best of luck tonight. Bye. Baby, hand me those matches. I'm about to burn this door down. You're gonna light a fire in a windowless room that we're trapped in. Why you gotta make my idea sound stupid? You're not gonna know what's real and what's fake. Is this gun real? Oh, oh no, Annie. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh my god, I shot you! What the f What'd you think of it? I loved it. Um yes. I, yeah, I loved it a lot. Um it's a better black comedy than Thoroughbreds. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's fun at Thoroughbreds. It's, they're, they're different films. Uh -huh. Like, that's unfair to compare them. But just... Um, but we're gonna do it yeah. anyways. I mean, this is black comedy, definitely. There's, uh... There's, like... I, I don't know if... Like, I mean, yeah, I think I would call it black comedy. It's definitely not, like... There's parts where they f joke about a lot of fucked up stuff, but it's a lot of, like... It's really funny because no one knows what's going on for a yeah, little right. bit of it. Yeah. And then there's a certain part where something happens that I actually in the movie, I was like, oh, man, it's not going to be that. But it like still just kept going really good. And I was like, oh, OK, they're still doing good with it. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, we'll get to that, I guess, in spoilers, but, you know, non-spoilers. Uh, the whole entire movie being about, you know, them having a game night and something happens where like someone gets kidnapped and most of them with the setup that was given, they think it's a game. Yeah. Right. And, uh, they get involved in some really crazy stuff, like thinking it's a game for, for yeah, a long right. time. Um, yeah. Jason Bateman and Richard McAdams, Rachel McAdams mm -hmm. are the two like leads in it. Everyone also is really good. Really like good, yeah. everyone in this movie. I'm surprised really good. how good of uh chemistry Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams yeah, have. They, they had, had really, really good, good chemistry. Yeah. They had really good chemistry. Yeah. yeah. It was it was uh it was really well done, and yeah, like I like I've said, I'm just being I don't a know dead how horse long here. This movie like, is um, didn't feel it does long. it doesn't like feel long an hour at all. Five minutes or something. A hundred minutes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like hour okay. forty. So yeah, an hour. Yeah, hour forty. Yep, that's it. Yeah. It goes by quick too. Yeah, it does. It does build long. Yeah, I was like, I just there's no real any lulls or anything like that. Yeah. It moves along really well. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, people were worried because. John Francis Daly and uh, Jonathan Goldstein are uh, they directed Vacation, the Vacation mm -hmm. remake, or I guess it's a sequel because I think it's just Russ when he's older. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I never went and watched. Yeah, apparently it, it was looked god awful. It looked bad. People are like, ah, shit. Yeah. And this movie came out like, ugh. And then they got like right before this movie came out, right around the same time this movie came out, they were announced to be directing the Flash movie uh -huh. or the the next in line to direct the Flash movie because the Flash movies <laughs> went through like we'll five director changes. <laughs> yeah. 
People are like, ah, man, the guys made vacation. <laughs> and then you uh, watch this movie, you're like, okay, well, yeah, maybe. You got some really interesting transitions in this film. They do, yeah. That one where, uh, the one that stuck with me, I was like, because they kept on doing really interesting things. A lot of the things that popped up in the movie that I really liked was the imagery that they do with like an establishing shot mm. where they make a setting look like a fucking board, board game. game. Yeah. It was really well done. Yeah. And then there was one really good transition I liked where, uh, two of the characters are like in a room or three of the characters are in a room and someone's trying to break in after them mm-hmm. and they like reach through the, they bust the window on the door and they reach through the window on the door and they're trying to get the lock and they're hitting the lock and the camera would cut to the deadbolt spinning. Mm-hmm. And every time I cut to it, like spinning, the camera would rotate with it. Yeah. Right. So like they'd hit the deadbolt and the camera cut to it and it'd be like, bam. And it's like showing it, like twisting yeah. it yeah. almost like a bomb about to go off with like the door fixing to be open. Cause the, you know, guys are about to get in mm-hmm. i mean that's just one of the many other like cool interesting camera things they were doing yeah in this movie <clears throat> like a lot of the uh i don't know what you'd call the shots a lot of the car shots when they were like filming like cars going and stuff like from for from in front or from behind felt like <coughs> almost like i don't know what to call them like not dolly shot kind of like dolly shots like a tracking shot mm-hmm. of the car and so like Anytime a car made the anytime the car that it was following made the slightest variation, the camera followed that movement. Yeah, it. right. And so it felt like the camera was on a rack right behind the car and the car would turn. And it, it just felt like it made it feel like the car was another game piece. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so like it just looks kind of fake for a second. And it was I thought it was just really creative that yeah. they were getting that far with it. There's another metaphor thing in the movie that I'll try to touch on again later on when we talk about spoilers. But, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it was super interesting. They made a lot of interesting creative choices with this, and it was for the better. Like every every time I think I saw everything in this movie, and I settled into being comfortable with the, comfortable with the movie and thinking it was good, they'd like do something else. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like they're just throwing everything into this. Yeah, movie. right. It's really good. They like never stopped with it. No, no. Yeah. It, it, uh, there's a lot of really cool twists and turns, and um, the comedy, like the whole movie's like really funny. Yeah, super. There's like a lot of lulls where you're like, okay, now we're getting like. <laughs> preachy or we're getting like yeah. like uh serious or anything like that you know it's just like funny the whole time through and i think just about all the jokes like i think hold up i don't yeah. think that there's really anywhere it's like come on like it's super yeah. it's chock full of jokes and you're just like oh okay it was right. it was good because even in there you there's know, even a couple of jokes that like last long like yeah him pushing the money where it's like okay and then some other movies that may just be like <laughs> they did it like five yeah times. all the movies may be like okay let's <laughs> let's move on but for some reason, it was so funny. It was just cutting back to it, and you saw, like, the $1 bill, like, shaking in the corner of the camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It was so good. Like, that, that part was, uh, yeah, it was really... There was another... Um, shit, what was I thinking of? Um, there was one where it was, like, uh, like just all their... Like, the reoccurring question... The reoccurring joke that kept coming, coming up with the... Uh, to a, one of the couples where mm-hmm. it's like the girl she, uh she went and had sex with a celebrity with, with a celebrity yeah. and so the boyfriend was trying to constantly figure out like who it was and they'd be like in a totally serious moment and he would take something that happened and turned it right back around onto yeah. her he's like but what i can't figure out is who the fuck you slept with yeah. or something and just like bring up a name like rambling conversation oh. they'll all just like look at him he's like that's you fuck she's like no he's like all right <laughs> oh man that was so good i want to go see this movie again yeah it's really funny yeah it was really um, good and but like even with the um even with the delivery of like everyone's delivery is really good the writing's really good like just everything that's happening like just for me doesn't miss a beat 
and even when they have you know even they even use the silence as a joke filler because like something will be funny people you know it's quick-witted everyone's talking and whatever and then you'll just have silence of people staring at each other and they use that just as like yeah this is hilarious like uh in particular, the one who comes to mind is Jesse Plymouth, uh-huh. where like they'll just stare at him for a second. Yeah, and he's like off putting and he just like kind of disappears <laughs> or something like that. There's that one scene, one of my favorite jokes in it is that one part where it was like they say something about like um there's two people there that aren't a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of the guy brought her along as a date because she's smart. Yeah. And Jesse Plemons is like, Oh yeah, well, I thought there was chemistry, but also my bad judge of chemistry <laughs> and they're like sitting there and it's like oh because your wife left you and then like they're all just like jesus christ like, <laughs> so oh man it was it was so good his, his yeah that one guy I, what, was, what was his name i don't know his name he was uh, other he was a brother in uh ingrid goes west yes yes he was yeah yeah i can't remember his name but yeah he was he was really good yeah everything it was just, yeah, it was so, I feel like we can't really talk about this movie too much without spoilers. Yeah, so. I think that the movie really, um, like, the film doesn't try to bail out and try, like I said before, become preachy, but it doesn't have, like, a message, really, yeah, or anything yeah. like that. It doesn't try to, like, turn into something where it's like, we're trying to teach you also. Yeah. Like, it stays like. I think there is, like, something there, but it's probably. not like, they don't. It's I probably think about that, being competitive or something like that. Well, it's, you know, kind of, for me at least, from what I got from it was, it's kind of about being competitive, but also, like, not being scared to, like, commit to something. You know, Jason, yeah, right. Jason Bateman's character the whole entire time doesn't want to be a dad, doesn't yeah, have right. kids or whatever, and his wife, Rachel McAdams, does. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just about, you know, like accepting kind of who you are, but then like other things you might see, like his brother that he was always Mm -hmm. jealous of, you know, some things aren't what they appear to be or something, you know, sometimes you have a, you have it better than what you think you Mm -hmm. can get or, I don't know. I mean, you have to really look at it and that's fine. I think, I think the good thing is like, it seemed like the movie did have something to say. They just didn't beat you over the fucking head with it. Yeah. Right. It was pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Want to get in the spoilers? Sure. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. You go. You go. <laughs> you <ever spoil? laughs> um, what did you think? So, what were you thinking with the movie? Like, were you like, I thought is the, this, this is going to be a game. This isn't going to be a game. This is still going to be a setup. Like, what did you think the twist was going to be? I thought it that, definitely seemed like there was going to be a twist somewhere. Uh, yeah, the twist. Of the, and there are twists. It's just that I don't, I don't like the last twist. I don't think that, um, this one really good twist yeah that happens and then there's like the actual guy shows up Mm -hmm. and that's where that's one of my complaints is that just like whenever the actual bad guy comes up who's a person that they are looking for or stuff like that or that they have read about when that happens it just kind of feels like oh okay so it's just it feels a little forced it's just like it's just a character that we haven't met or anything like that there's no like twist like i thought it was gonna be the one chick for a little bit that that he brought girl yeah oh okay Cause like there's like a couple things she said and stuff, and she's like there, and yeah. like oh she's trying to get like that list or something. That'd be interesting, yeah. That would have been an interesting. And choice. then the other idea I thought that Kyle Chandler was actually, um, actually the um, uh, what was the code name for Michael C. Hall's character? Oh, uh, the um Bulgarian. The Bulgarian. Yeah. I thought it was actually yeah. Kyle Chandler. He's like, oh, oh. Okay. he's like, actually, I want the list and yeah. stuff. And it's like, oh, so you set all this up. He's like, yeah, yeah. that's what I thought was gonna happen. Would have been interesting. Yeah. But um, so we just get, you know, hey, here's the actual guy, 
And oh, we had to go chase after him. Yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I think it I think it would have been I that would have been interesting. I um I definitely saw something coming a mile away with uh the cop character, Jesse Plumas. Yeah, I, I felt like they're gonna do something else. It's just like, yeah, they're definitely gonna do something with him. I just can't tell what. And um yeah, like the whole chemistry between them. Like he like he was a very interesting, weird character and he had such a good like Jesse Plymouth has such good delivery with him where he'd be like saying something and it would just like his sentence would trail off and get quiet. Yeah. Right. And it would just be quiet for a second. You'd hear like four people in the theater. Yeah, he's laughing. very strange. He's it's, like monotone so, like, dry yeah, and stuff too. Yeah. And it's just like, well, all right, man, we'll see you later on tonight. Like, and he's just like sitting there just like staring. <laughs> he has like this little white dog that he carries around <laughs> so with him, funny. which that dog was in one of my favorite scenes in the movie it was whatever the blood falls but the on blood him. goes everywhere i forgot that that was in the trailer and then whenever we walked up and oh, it was covered really? in blood i'm like oh that happened yeah. a lot in this movie like the only thing i remember like once they happened there was some things i'm like oh yeah that's in the trailer the only I thing that i like wish wasn't in the trailer, trailer was the one guy getting shot into the airplane engine yeah because yeah, remember I, that from the trailer so i did remember so i'm that. like all right so airplane is gonna be coming in here at yeah. some point yeah because the joke, the the joke the happens too where yeah Rachel and then happens people like yeah and i'm like this is in the trailer. You saw this. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Yeah. I, I forgot uh, about it because I've only seen the trailer once. And yeah. I kind of blocked it because I was like, that looks like crap. Yeah, right. And then the movie ended up being incredible. But uh, yeah, the dog gets uh, covered in blood and then <laughs> Jason Bateman's trying to clean him off and just smearing it. It was so fucking funny because I'm sitting here watching it and they have this interesting way of writing this movie where like they're coming up with interesting conflicts. They're putting their characters in really wild situations. Just sees that that's where a good story comes from. You take an interesting character and you put them in a crazy tension filled, like con- conflicting situation. And you just see what happens. And I loved that in that movie, the resolution to that scene is like, everything's going crazy. Jason Bateman's trying to like, he's like, Oh fuck, I'm bleeding. And I got it over. Like everything's white in here. The dog came in. Now it's on the dog. And he's like, I'm trying to grab this. Oh no, I broke that. And I grabbed the towel and this water isn't doing anything. You're like, Oh man, what's going to happen if he walks in on Yeah, him? He's like, and you're like, yeah. what is Jason Bateman going to do? And he just goes, fuck this yeah fuck it and just like leaves <laughs> and, like, and they do that a couple times they're like we're building it up and they're just like fuck it and just like leave it's like yeah that's what would happen no one would be like what? like holding a dog covered in blood and like so the room being a mess and trying to clean it like nobody would do that like, so like i knew that situation i'd be there i'm like fuck it i'm out of here like, like i can't do anything yeah i'm, 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 I'm out of here yeah. yeah it was like i just thought it was so interesting to see a character do that where it's like because you try to think of things of like you know, if you're trying to write for a character, you want to get them out of the situation. Right. So you feel like you have to solve the situation. It's like, no, sometimes you can have someone just completely abandon and ignore a situation and leave yeah. and bail. And, and that's they do. What, and that's what and it makes it funnier. And it was hilarious. Cause like the dog is like all wet and he's like, okay. And then like the one thing like knocks over. Cause like Jesse Plemons has a whole mur- mural to his, like yeah, him and his ex wife. Wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did she wait, die wait, or did she, she, she left him? Oh, I thought she, I thought that was part of the joke. Cause I thought she passed away. No. Cause and he was like, and he was like, Oh, cause she, cause she left you. And everyone's like, she fucking died. You idiot. No, like, no. I thought that's what it was. That's why like in the end credits, he has that picture of her. It's like, who's she having coffee with? Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was like before, I thought that was a dark twist where it was like, who's she having coffee with? And like, he found that out already and he was actually the one that killed her and then like killed the guy or something too. No, I'm pretty sure that she divorced him. Oh, okay. She left him. Oh, okay. I thought she died. Yeah, no. He just hasn't let go at all. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Which makes it even funnier. But, um, 
Because, because like him being like, oh, she's dead, and be like, oh, that's that's sad. Yeah. But like him just being like well, divorced, and I him just like sitting there like, still wearing his wedding ring. Yeah. And like having this like huge like. That's what I was laughing at because I thought it was yeah. I thought it was dark humor. Yeah. Was like, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. And like everyone was just like, yeah. No, I think that earlier they said that she left and like she okay. divorced him. Yeah. Because I think like why don't we invite him? And we're just like, well, ever since like she like divorced, since they got divorced, like. Oh, okay. You yeah. just want to hang out with her, not him. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. But then, like the then, the the period to like all that, it's it's funny because it's blood, right? Um, the period. <laughs> um, like one of the things fall, like the head falls off this like little like figure of them. Yeah. yeah. And then like the dog is like wet and just like shakes and like blood, <laughs> blood just goes, goes every, all over this all over this white room and the <laughs> yeah. white bookshelf and stuff with the white painting. <laughs> and he's just like fuck it. He's like alright and just throws the towel. Yeah. He literally throws in the towel and like walks yeah. out and he's like alright screw this and then he goes back out and he's like hey you guys ready to leave alright thanks and cause they're all like distracting him and the other oh yeah. man. If, if you were talking like so Jesse funny. Plemons like that was like Jesse Plemons back when he was on Breaking Bad yeah. I would yeah. be like really? Yeah. Like the ra- that, that guy? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't like super impressed by him. And of course, like nobody likes his character in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. He's because he's not supposed yeah. to be likable. Yeah. He kills a kid. He's a yep. white supremacist. <laughs> he's uh like a complete idiot. Yeah. His character's an idiot, you know, and he's an awful person and stuff. And he just annoys you, you know, because like, not just annoying characters, just because like no, yeah, he's yeah, such yeah, a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Such, such a, uh, pain to beat around and stuff mm-hmm. and make such a conflict with yeah, the characters. He's such a weird guy. Yeah. Man. Then, you know, where he gets strangled and breaking bad, I'm supposed to breaking bad. <laughs> You're just like, yes. Yeah. And then, you know, he's in more and more recently and he's only 29 years old. Is that how old he is? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, he must've been like 21. And I like him things I see him. Like I liked him in black mass. I like him a lot in this. I like him in, uh, black mirror, black mirror yeah. this season. Even the one episode he was in. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I like him a lot. I heard somebody say he'd be a good Wolverine, which would be funny. Cause really? If, oh. he, if they gave him darker hair and stuff like that, and, and hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, because he's not attractive. He's got, like, a rough-looking face. Like, yeah. he's not ugly and he's kind of he looks kind of short and stuff yeah so. yeah i can i can see that i, I did i didn't think about it until i saw this movie and i was like oh yeah well i mean i see why they may say um because yeah. when somebody first said i'm just like no <laughs> and this i'm like yeah i can see it what's your a lot of these games it, it was funny uh seeing this movie and seeing like the games that like like i know there's like there's like a certain like genre of board games out there there's a certain circle of games that people that kind of revolves around like when you think about game nights and stuff. And we saw a lot of the classics in this movie. You see, I don't think we saw Monopoly. Monopoly's definitely referenced. It's mentioned, yeah. But yeah, there's like uh Life and um I think like Trouble or something. Like uh, Apples Apples. Apples Apples maybe. and stuff. Charades, like they, they're of even course. playing charades yeah. and stuff. Like and it's funny like seeing all those because like I definitely I'm a huge tabletop nerd now, but like the board game we kind of live in like a board game like renaissance going on and like board games and card games tabletop games they all get like super specific now and it's funny watching this where they're all playing like the old school classic stuff but they're not playing like any of the actual big games that are out there now like you know my personal least favorite cards against humanity or something like any of that less cards against humanity it can take like two hands i'm just like all right i'm over this yeah yeah i i get super bored like i can play that game like annually and i'm good like once yeah. a year and like it's everyone... such an awkward game to play because like you're reality and you're just like sitting there and just like yeah 
okay. And people I, like playing as a drinking game, but yeah. once people get drunk, they're just like, whatever. And like, the game just stops. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd rather just play Ring of Fire. <laughs> What's that? Ring of Fire is the one with the deck of cards where each card stands for something. So you pull a card and like everybody has to do whatever the card is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've never, I've never played that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like I play all kinds of stuff and like King of Tokyo, Betrayal at House on the Hill, fucking like all this, all this kind of stuff and uh, DC Deck Builder, like just whatever. And I guess like, I don't know, maybe those are more like really, really nerdy games. And um, I don't think they could handle D and D. Yeah, they probably they probably, I, they probably take it to to. I mean, they could handle, it, but they take it to like an unfun level. Where it's no, like, no, okay, no. this is a fun playing it anymore. Yeah. It's just too competitive. <laughs> Which like I I I'm not a competitive person. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not a competitive person at all. I can be. Yeah, I'd like like, I'm like too much. if I lose, I'm like okay, yeah, but that's just <laughs> I don't care. So like yeah. playing games with people that are like super competitive, like already kind of annoy me because like, oh, okay. they yeah. get so into it and get so and they yeah. they after a while act like a child once they, if they lose or something like that uh-huh it just turns a pain in the ass to yeah i've play been with, you know? I, I think i've uh felt a little misunderstood in games sometimes because i've been called competitive mm-hmm. and i know that's not really it i'm not competitive my main thing it's weird because i have a problem with authority but my main thing is i want to play games exact exactly how they're intended and so I'm always the guy that will pause a game for 10 minutes to mm-hmm. look at the rule book. Right. And so I want everyone else to be trying to do stuff. And I'm like, hang on. And I'll like look up because I want to yeah. play by the rules. I, yeah. like, I don't care who wins. I just want it to be a legitimate win. Yeah. I want people like I want the game to work as intended. And I want like everything to happen the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Like I play some games with some people sometimes and they're like, eh, fuck it, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to get better with that because I don't want to be the stick up the butt. That's yeah, like, oh, right. I do it exactly. Like I feel like Monica from Friends where like everyone's like, freaking <laughs> everyone's freaking out on her. And she's like, no one like they're like, no one likes rules. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's fun because of the rules. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I play yeah, any new on. game here that we get a new board game because for a while there. Yeah. We were playing a lot of board games. Uh huh. And uh, anytime we would get a new one, they would always hand me the instructions. Oh, really? They're, <laughs> they're like, like you, you figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always a person that also always has to figure out the instructions yeah. and make sure that we're playing by the rules. But I like actively stuff. look for that stuff. I'm like, uh, where's the rule book? Give it to me. Hang on. And yeah. I look at it and I fucking go like, moderator. Yeah. I go fucking crazy on it. I just, yeah. yeah, I want everything to work like that. And I didn't really see any of that coming up in the movie. Although there is the reveal of his brother, Jason Bateman's brother. He has this kind of like, uh, complex i guess you'd call it where he's like eh, my brother has always beat me at stuff and he's been super competitive and it's just annoying and i'm not very close to him because he used to always beat me at stuff so i'm annoyed with that so it made him more competitive yeah exactly and it made, yeah yep. made, made him more competitive and stuff and then you find out like at the end his brother's just like i cheated at yeah. everything man like yeah. you played fine like you played the way you were supposed to and you only lost because you were playing the right way he's like i've cheated at everything life and life yeah. like oh, is a complete, the game yeah. and life the real thing. he's just a complete con artist like yeah. throughout his whole life that's absolutely what he yeah. is he he does stuff on the black market doesn't he in the yeah, movie, yeah he, he sells things on the black yeah. market and, and so he tells everyone when they come over like hey we're gonna have a game night tonight where someone gets kidnapped and we're not gonna know what which is one of the funniest scenes in the movie yeah because like it just happens to happen it's a good like fight that. scene it's a really good fight like it seemed almost too choreographed I and i was like oh like this like maybe this is actually fake then like, and he's i love the camera wasn't up real. close i like yeah, that the camera was, was up super... close where it's like I, i'm happy they didn't direct like christopher nolan yeah <laughs> let me say that <laughs> like like you know you watch those batman films that christopher nolan did and just uh-huh. looks like batman just throwing elbows yeah the yeah. whole time and, and like the camera's like up close like what the fuck is stuff, going on yeah. like i like they they did almost like uh like the russo brothers yeah like where it's the camera's a good distance away yeah. it's a it 
base more of choreography I other think, than throwing yeah. you in the fight. Just I like think hold almost, the camera there so I can see everything that's yeah. happening. I think almost everything in the kitchen, when they went to the kitchen, all those were like medium shots. Like it was from mm-hmm. the waist up and stuff. Yeah. And they did stuff even from like behind the counter. You saw them like uh, shifting to the side and like the one guy had the knife and everything. And yeah. then that fucking glass table joke just kept on coming. Up. Uh, that, that's a <laughs> It's like, man, glass tables are acting weird today. <laughs> it's like they were just keeping getting slammed on glass tables. They aren't breaking. Like, and every time it's like, <gasps> it's like, <laughs> they just like, like, oh, like yeah. nothing, nothing shattered. Yeah. It didn't shatter like it was supposed to. It's not like um, they're, it's like they're expecting that scene from Fight Club. Yeah. Whenever Edward Norton, th- or, uh, Edward Norton throws himself through that uh, shelving. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like just crawling through the everywhere. glass and stuff. <laughs> Which Fight Clubs come up too. Because Fight Club of, does uh, come up. One of the guys film. wants to, uh, he's like, you know what rich people do is they make uh, home people they pay them to like fight in their basements yeah. and stuff and he's like expecting that the whole time and then we actually see that yeah, like, they, go, they go to house which has one of the best uh segments oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as a tracking shot uh, it's clearly not a straight tracking shot there's yeah, clearly not, cuts yeah, you can, tell there you can cuts see where it, they yeah. are but it's a really well done like really tracking well done. shot it was yeah. interesting because like they have the they're trying to get a Fabergé egg to like get the bad people so they can get his brother back and right. stuff because his brother deals in black market shit. And so they get the egg, and it's just really funny because right before that, uh, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams are having a conversation about using Pac-Man as a metaphor for like life and stuff. Yeah, right. And he's just like, "We gotta eat the dots. You don't eat the eat the fruit because when you get the fruit, it's like the ghosts come after the you. The ghosts can catch you. Yeah, yeah, like all this kind of stuff. And so he's talking about all like you know going around and being careful how you maneuver and stuff. Even the fruits fruit gives you bonus points it does yeah which will put you on the scoreboard so even though they got to like level like 88 or 80 yeah. or 86 and 85 or whatever yeah. it was like they say like but we never made the top <laughs> and she's people. like what yeah. the life's scoreboard yeah, like, yeah what right. you, the fuck are you talking about yeah and then so in the uh and the tracking shot in the movie i was just like it was just so fun. i was cracking up laughing because it was literally five minutes after they had the pac-man conversation and then the whole chase scene is like a pac-man video game yeah where it's like there's no special effects or anything but it's a tracking shot and you see them just running and like the people coming into it like trying to catch them in the hallways and they're going down like like hallways and around corners and like through rooms like they're even going up levels like that one point where uh one of them like tosses the egg to yeah. the other person like up on the second floor and it was really creative. I really, yeah, I was really just shocked the whole time that like the egg didn't fall at all. I'm like, well, yeah. this is really convenient where they are. It's like, whoop, got it. It's like, oh, you did a perfect catch. Like, and then it you breaks know, five seconds later when they leave because they're yeah. in the van. You hit the brakes and <laughs> smash it against the glass. Oh my God. It was so good. Yeah. The, the acting was good. The writing was good. The oh. direction was good. Even the score, like when the score first started, when the movie started up, I was like, this is very Stranger Things esque. Yeah, it's, it's very synthy. Yeah, and I already like this. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I thought the body horror part would uh bother you. The oh, uh, you talking about the part where he was like talking about cutting into him and stuff because they didn't get it. No, him. no, no, no. Whenever he they they're trying to get the bullet out of Jason Bateman's arm. Oh, and like as you showed, like <laughs> that wasn't a. That yeah, it messed with me for a second, like yeah. where she made the way too big a slice, and he's like, "You're supposed to be doing it small. You're supposed to be doing it small." It's not a grapefruit. Oh my god! Yeah, just all the fucking one-liners in this like, movie. Thank you, Stitch. I... Thank you so much. Shirts my wound. <laughs> there was that one where, because uh, I love that scene where she's Jason Bateman gets shot, and that's kind of where they figure out some of it's kind of real. And um, Rachel McAdams is like stitching him up, and there was that fucking. She was like she was getting on her phone and he's like you can reply to that text later you gotta fix my arm she's like she's like i gotta look up how to get out a bullet and he's like oh okay and he's like she's like 
okay, I'm on an alt-right militia website. I just got to ignore the racism. And then I <laughs> So I'm just going to ignore the racist parts. Die. And she's like using her nose to like, <laughs> yeah. to scroll. <laughs> they get into a bout about like, they get into an argument because she's like, my phone, does, he, he's like, why don't you change it in settings where your phone doesn't go to sleep? And she's like, my phone doesn't do that. And he's like, we have the exact same phone. You, you can do it. Just going? do it right now. And she's like, he's explaining it, like go into settings, go into your screen. Like, oh my God, they just would not stop in this movie. Yeah. Like, it but the best part, the punchline is like they go through all this. She goes to the store, gets all this stuff, slices them open. Yeah. Try to find the bullet. <sighs> opens up bone. Like she's like, oh, this bone. Like, what am I and the punchline is like, oh, wait, you got shot twice. Like, no, that's the exit wound. <laughs> they realized the bullet wasn't even in his <laughs> it went arm. Right through, yeah. It went right through his arm. <laughs> oh my God. It was so fun. They, this is like, yeah, like you said, one of the best comedies in the past five years. Like I'm trying to think of a more fun like get out was super funny last year yeah that's one of the but i don't know if that was that was in a comedy film it, yeah like, it this is a comedy it's got a lot of black comedy, comedy in yeah, it yeah it's got a lot of black comedy a lot of black comedy in multiple layers yeah it's a black comedy and there's <laughs> and blacks black making comedy, comedy in it <laughs> there also. you go and uh hey fucking five strips of kevin bacon right here because jordan pill's wife is in this movie <laughs> yeah yeah chelsea peretti yeah yeah she, she's in it only for a couple of seconds yeah but... for a couple of seconds. But i was looking at because a little she gained some weight i mean she's also playing a pregnant character but like yeah, in her yeah. face it looked like she gained some weight also and i was like is pregnant though, isn't she i think so oh, i think okay. they're expecting their first so that, kid okay so that might um just and then they just body. use it it's like yeah. why are they like why would they make a dead body pregnant it's like no i'm pregnant i'm playing a dead body it's like oh congratulations yeah oh man um yeah, the writing in this movie is so fucking good. And, uh, I mean, for me, that's what I was saying. You know, the writing's good. The direction's good. The music is even good. Like, that's, like, I was literally, when we're watching the movie, I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm just like, this is really good. Like, the only thing that could send this movie over the top for me, if there was a long take action sequence and then they fo- throw in that fucking house chasing with the Fabergé yeah, egg right. and I was like fuck that's it this is it this yep. is the best movie I've seen in the year <laughs> yeah. shit <laughs> and I yeah. don't know what else is gonna like I'm really looking forward to you know A Quiet Place next month when we go to see that Infinity Wars is gonna happen next Quiet month place too. Is good. yeah I've been hearing really good things for a while I don't know if it's dropped yet but for a while I had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. like people were fucking crazy about it so I mean, but this isn't this isn't an episode about that. But yeah, uh, trying to think. Yeah, not yet. What else? Game night. Uh, what's your favorite board game? My favorite board game. Yeah, your favorite tabletop game. I love Clue. Do you? Yeah, I love. I don't Clue. think I saw that in this movie. They they they, they have pieces from Clue. Did they? at the uh, at the beginning credits? Like beginning credits, they have like yeah, you saw the pieces from Monopoly. Like, but you see the noose from uh, Clue, uh, and you see like maybe the candlestick or something okay. go down. Gotcha. Yeah, but I yeah. love Clue. I had uh, I still have it. Uh, Simpsons Clue. Oh, okay. The Simpsons nice. edition. Yeah. And I, I, I used to play that game so much. Who killed, also, I also who killed Mr. Burns. The game, yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> game that me and uh, actually I think it is who killed Mr. Burns. Like, really? you're supposed to figure out. But um, yeah. the game that I played a lot though growing up. Like, I mean, you know, as a kid, I, I love Candylands, all that crap. You know, I was a big uh game player yeah. like board game player but i just played this a few months ago whenever i went to visit my parents uh and i played a lot and my soul love is uh yahtzee oh okay yeah i've actually never played that before yeah i like yeah. yahtzee a lot but it's, it's it's like you have to collect dice on that game don't you it's like yeah you roll you dice, dice you, yeah you have to collect you numbers basically numbers yeah you can keep stuff. score and okay. stuff yeah yeah, yeah I've, I've heard about it. i've never never played yeah. it before. like never like monopoly i don't think i've ever made it through a whole game monopoly yeah, I in my life, I think I've made it like one time through. Yeah, and that's really about it. We used to have some of my friends would come over to spend the night, and we'd play, but not. We try to start it and be like eleven o'clock at night, and we'd start it and get into like. It was, it was back when I was a kid living at my mom's house, 
and we'd get like three or four hours into it. It's like three o'clock in the morning and we're like, nope. I'm like, all right. Yep. Like we're, we're giving up on it. I've never, yep. I don't think I've ever finished. Like maybe yeah, once, maybe. Um, the only game that's as long as that is like risk and risk just like destroys friendships. Yeah. Ne- never, never played risk. Like you shouldn't, especially yeah. with friends, <laughs> play with your enemies. There you go. Yeah. You know, but with your friends, you're, you play it. Yeah. You're already guy. fighting with your you gotta, enemies. Yeah. Right? You got to backstab people. <laughs> Actually, they had a, they had a risk joke in this. Which one, what was it? You know, the beginning where it's like, hey, you're not supposed to make alliances. It's like Hitler made alliances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like fist bump. <laughs> each other. Yeah. Yeah, they're chemistry. Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, their, their chemistry. Yeah, they've really... got really good chemistry. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's good to see somebody with good chemistry because I was watching Jessica Jones yesterday. I'm like, no, everybody's chemistry sucks <laughs> in this show. Like every romance they try to do, it's like. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, crap <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried it yet so i don't i don't know i it, it was hard for me hard enough for me to get through the first season which the first season picks up for me thankfully i got into like episode eight and i was about to turn it off and then it got good and i was yeah. like oh shit yeah um but yeah the chemistry between them was the chemistry between like it's just that everyone is on point and there's there's, yeah. yeah like everyone's like really good and then dexter shows up and like five different people in the theater are like oh that's dexter it was like dexter and the lady in front of us couldn't turn her husband <laughs> I, after a while i started counting how many times she said it but she turned her husband in the span of like three minutes when he first shows up and kids are going dexter Dexter, eight times. And there's just conversation trying to just say it again, and he's just like this. Just I can see his, his, his the back of his head nodding. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, man, marriage is great. I, yeah. I can't wait. No, it was funny because when he showed up, the guy from Dexter, I just like, I was like, that guy looks familiar. Michael and I, C. Hall. Okay, is that his yeah. name? Yeah. And I heard literally like four or five different girls in the theater. I they sounded like women's voices, and I heard them like, like it was almost like bird calls to each other, almost, and it was just like. Oh, it's Dexter. Oh, it's Dexter. Oh, it's Dexter. I'm like, God damn, there's a lot of girls in this movie yep. that watch Dexter or yep. in, this, in this theater. It was a uh, show that's first four seasons are great and everything else is not. I've heard, I've heard that. I tried watching the pilot and couldn't get into really? it. So The first yeah. four seasons are really, really great. And it's then, got what, like seven or eight seasons? It's got eight seasons. Oh, okay. Eight. eight. Um, yeah, it just it shits a bed after that, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 They even <laughs> they make a they make a jump the shark joke in this uh in this movie don't they didn't didn't they make it at some point i remember hearing jump the shark what was it oh yeah yeah where uh because you end up finding out that part of the twist of the game is, is that like yeah some of this game is hijacked by the weird cop neighbor yeah and he just pretended to die gary and, and now they're <laughs> yeah. like saying hey you know he pretended to get shot by the quote-unquote bad guys and they were like no don't we'll, t- we'll you know we, we were being selfish if you live through this we'll let you through every game night yeah he like splits out the b- blood capsule and they're like oh man it's he, he got us it was that's fucked up and then so they think it's fake again and then the real bad guy dexter shows up yeah and so he gets shot for real in the and shoulder like, yeah and yeah. they're like oh come on man like you already had it like you jump the shark now oh yeah like we don't need this many twists it's like we already had one twist yeah and, right yeah, it got like super meta for a second i was like wait a minute god it's, there's another twist now yeah, it was uh, I think that was the funnest part of the movie. Um, what I said before spoilers was uh, in the beginning part of the movie, the funnest part is them not knowing that it's not a game and they think it is a game. And once they find out it's not a game, there's a little like I got a little downhearted for a second because I was like, oh, man, like that was the funniest part. Like I was hoping they'd think right. that the whole time. And then they didn't. And I was like, fuck. But it just kept going. Yeah. It was super fun. Like, yeah. nonstop super that, funny. That's the only yeah. thing I didn't like. Even though it was all funny, I liked it. 
but the only part that I could really complain about is that part where it's like it's over too quickly. Where, well, that but where he like shows up and then like they have to chase the plane and all that. And stuff. Oh, you know, it's oh, all okay. so funny. I liked it. It's just like it felt a little like you probably could have pulled something like a little better out. Yeah. It felt like a little bit anticlimactic in a way where it's like, kind oh, here's the actual bad guy. And it's like, of, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. If they would just end it where it's like, oh yeah, it was my idea the whole time. And yeah. like, that, that would have been solid. Up. Yeah. Where they were, and if they would just like left it open, we're like, well, what about this guy? Whatever. And they're just like, ah. and they just like ended it. It's just like, <laughs> perfect. That would have, that would have been interesting. That would have been a fine, uh, yeah. fine way to do it. Yeah. Now I was talking about like when they found out they didn't, uh, it's, it wasn't, uh, a game yeah like that i felt like that happened too early and it does yeah. feel like it's the first act break like mm-hmm. we're about 30 minutes into the movie and so they're going from the first act to the second act and they're like that's the plot point that, that's the part that I, I was yeah that was that was one thing that i had a problem with while watching it at first until yeah they do later on where it's like no it is still a game or whatever yeah, but yeah, whenever yeah, they yeah. find him whenever they but find it was only like part of it was still a game. Yeah, yeah yeah when they find the brother like that early at first i'm like they found him that quick like yeah oh, then, like, then what's the over yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on but then like keeps on going yeah yeah so yeah i completely agree i was fine with that and also the movie gets bonus points because there's a wild bunch poster in it a wild bunch poster the wild bunch one of my favorite my probably my favorite western of all time oh, really? sam peckinpah's wild bunch oh, okay um Jason Bateman had it in his apartment, then it's in their house in their bedroom. You can see it. In oh, the okay. but I didn't notice. They that. have it like in the center, almost center frame, like when you first see it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's Wild Bunch. Well, Jason mm-hmm. Bateman's a pretty big uh, like film guy, isn't he? Yeah. Like maybe he put that in there yeah, himself. Maybe. He directed most of, I don't think he wrote any, but I think he directed most of uh, Ozark on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's in he had that. a he, lot of control on yeah, it. Yeah. So. That was like kind of like his. I was going to say The Gift so. also, but uh, Joel Edgerton directed that. Jason oh. Bateman was oh, in it, okay. but Joel yeah, Edgerton yeah. was in also, but Joel Edgerton directed that film. I yeah. heard that that movie is good. I never saw it. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. it was okay, but yeah. I didn't go check it out. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else to say. Man, this movie is just, it's really fun. I, really I mean, like it's, it. I, I, we don't review a lot of comedies. Um, we don't, do we? I'm no, to of... no, because cause I, I think that comedy is really suggestive. A lot, be, lot more suggestive, yeah. like movies, and, I mean, anything suggestive, but yeah. definitely with comedy because sense of humor on people is like very like, it's it's like hair thin, you know, like yeah. it's gonna go one way or another with a lot yeah, of things. Like people, people yeah. react very differently to humor and certain types of humor, types within Absolutely. types of humor, whatever. Yeah. So you know, some people may not react to humor in this, but I think that this movie has a wide variety of humor in it, Absolutely. where there's a lot of black comedy in it. Yeah, but there's a lot of like jokes in it also and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like Coen Brothers. Where it's like, here's something that's like just black comedy and yeah. stuff, and you're just like laughing, like how ridiculous some, or like yeah. how violent that was. All the like, characters are shitty, and here's just crazy fucking yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like somebody using a gun as an inhaler because yeah. he couldn't see in the dark, like in one Coen Brothers film. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Where a hitman tries to kill somebody, Although... and he drops his gun as an inhaler at the same time, and he, oh, he, he mixes them up, and he has the gun, <laughs> and he blows his head off. Although there is a part where someone puts a gun in their mouth in this movie, yeah. and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because fucking Rachel McAdams thinks that gun's like fake. It's fake. Time. It's a fake gun. Yeah, but it's a real gun because it's actually Kyle Chandler's <laughs> gun that fell out of his shoe. Oh my god! He had a uh, shoe holster. Oh, that was um, so good. Yeah, that that uh, yeah. So I think that this does a wide variety. It's hard to review comedies usually, yeah. um, because you can't be like, yeah, you'll really like this because. Like if the humor doesn't hit, then it's worth nothing. Yeah, at that part. Exactly. Um, and although we did, uh, Thor Ragnarok was a comedy, so we were it, it, it sure tried. <laughs> it sure tried to be. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I don't think that we really have reviewed. We may have reviewed one comedy. 
Yeah. Um, uh, the mommy. Yeah. That was a fucking joke. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> we didn't review that. Though. We just. Oh yeah, no, saw we did. For some uh, reason, right. yeah, we're right. like, this is garbage. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something bad that we did. Ugh, I'd probably uh, just push out my mind. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah definitely watch this one because I mean we can't talk about all the jokes or everything. It's all in there. Yeah, it's uh, give a high recommendation. It's my favorite Super, movie oh of the year God. so far yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and it's early in the year. Like I like it. it, it I like is. it better than Black Panther. I like it better than Annihilation. I like it better than Thoroughbreds. I think and I like all, all those the, films. Yeah, I, I definitely liked all those too. I think this is the only. I think I've only seen four 2018 movies. Yeah, because I remember we saw um i tanya i tanya so, in january yeah. but that's the 20 yeah january is just movie. catching up on everything that finally got wide release like yeah. call me by your name i tanya um uh fan thread yeah. all those came in january so i was just playing catch up because i'm not going to watch a january film that's yeah. new usually because they're all bad because they know it's like <laughs> well we're getting all the academy award stuff like it's re-released yeah. and we have these films that we just need to get a paycheck for so let's oh, put them out the post was 20 uh the post was 2018 though wasn't it no it's 2017 oh it's 2017 yeah okay. yeah and i saw that but i saw that in january as well yeah i thought you saw that in january you know um so it's catching up on that february you know we have black panther and we have annihilation yeah. and you no know, those are good i like those yeah um and then you know this is only the, uh, this is the fifth new movie because the only other movie I saw that you didn't out of the new batch is Gringo, which I wouldn't recommend. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is a black, which tries to be a clever black comedy, but it's not nearly as fun as this one or anything like that. The movie's garbage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's so early to say, but as of right now, it's definitely my favorite. Also, absolutely, my, mine too. It was. It's just so weird that like this movie. I just, I just love it when it happens when I don't expect much and I just go away overly satisfied. Yeah, I just right. Go away. And I'm just like that movie was up and beyond like more of what yeah, i would want it and it was just pressed everything correct I, yeah yeah fucking it's a great it. black comedy it's not as i don't like as much as like well one of my favorite movies of all time and one of my favorite black comedies of all time like kiss kiss bang bang oh okay or something like that like yeah. I, I adore that film but yeah. you know this one is really really tight it is funny film yeah like, it just like doesn't drag it no. doesn't it's just a very well done movie yeah it's, it's re- really good um what would you give the award to on it oh man i don't know i'm gonna give it to the cast yeah just because of how tight they are like all of them are like really have trust there's nobody that's really like a dead player where you're just like Definitely, oh yeah, yeah well you aren't like everyone, you're not carrying your weight like everyone in the humor. carries their weight yeah yeah nobody's like oh well you're the funny one everybody else is just trying like everybody yeah. as is funny in the they film even and have like, lines and yeah, carry them they even purposely split everyone up at a certain part in the movie and everyone's still really good. Yeah, they're fine. They split yeah. up all the couples, you know, by, you know, their couples. And everyone's still just, like, this couple's good, this couple's good. Yeah. This couple, like, one of the couples gets locked in a room, and they have jokes going on nonstop. The other couple, like, they go out, and they're trying to, like, hunt down someone, and their jokes Because they're all trying top. to find, like... They're all trying to, like... Two of them are trying to find like a reverse way to do it yeah, yeah like, like the like, one the one they're couple cheating. They're, they're yeah they're cheating, cheating yeah. the one couple goes straight like plays the game by the rules yeah they find the clue they follow the clue the riddle they yeah. solve it they get the next riddle yeah the other two like try to sh- make shortcuts and cheat like you yeah. said <laughs> but yeah they, they still split them up and it you're so funny it's not like oh we're going back to this like storyline like yeah, let's yeah. go back to the other one no, like, it it's like all, oh wow like okay they were all it really just good. moves yeah. like between all three of them so there's like no law or anything yeah. like that you're like okay cool and then they finally you know get back we together get of course back together and it's still it's really all good, good yeah yeah it's just it doesn't it doesn't stop yeah i yeah. think i think the cast is a good selection for that yeah um and, and then the one guy is one of the best dumb blonde characters we've gotten in a long time <laughs> and, oh, he's a, yeah. and he's a male dumb blonde he's so good <laughs> oh man like he i 
I'm glad that you got it because there was a joke that happened where no one laughed. This is Marlon Wayans. He says Martin, like they're trying to find an, they're trying to find a person and they're saying like Martin Freeman the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then the dumb blonde guy goes like, so where are we going to find this Marlon Wayans character? And I cracked up laughing and I was like, no one Nobody else got else. that? We're and just you were like, like, I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Okay. Cause yeah. like no one else laughed at that and they didn't realize it was a joke. Yeah. Right. And I was like, how young is this crowd that we're seeing this movie with? Yeah. Marlon Wayne's isn't that old. Is no. he like, he's, no. he was popular in the late nineties and early 2000s nineties and, stuff, and so. early two thousands. <sighs> and then he kept nope. on trying to put out movies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit, people like white chicks. I thought that was a popular film. Yeah, wasn't that? I didn't see it. But... A lot of women like that film. Like yeah. a lot of girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that film. <laughs> I, I heard it was okay. It's know. not. Um, got Terry Crews dancing in it like he does in every movie. Wasn't yeah? Wasn't that like his big start too? Was White Chicks? Yeah, uh, so. it was. It was one of his first bigger films. Yeah. Oh okay. But the first big thing I remember him being in, like where he was actually he actually had a role. Because I remember seeing other things as a background character. Oh. Okay. Like just like being there, he had like no lines. Yeah. Or maybe one line was like uh, uh, Friday after next. Oh, he's on the third Friday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that one. That's a Christmas one. That's, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah. I think I saw next Friday. Then. Next Friday has Friday uh, and then next Friday. Friday next Friday have Tiny Lister. He plays okay. Debo in both of those. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Terry Crews is in the third one. He doesn't play Debo, but he I, plays a different character. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, um, he plays their tenants. No, uh, their uh, landlord's nephew, I think, who just oh, okay. got a prison also or something like that. Yeah, interesting. He tries to rape Cat Williams. He tries to fuck <laughs> Jesus him. Christ. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> so you're you're giving it to the cast. Um, yeah. I might be making history here with our podcast. Let's see. I'm gonna give him the award. I don't think I've ever done this for to the whole movie. Oh wow! Like I did not see anything wrong you with didn't this even movie. Didn't do it to Star it was, Wars. I didn't even do it to the Last Jedi. Uh, the Last Jedi has got like Canto bite in it, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of drags. But that's what it, everybody says. This, yeah whole movie was just like pretty solid like everything yeah. in it was like pretty top notch i mean definitely uh like i don't think it's a perfect movie but no shit here take the award man like just the whole movie there you go it's it was good um thorough i thoroughly enjoyed it just everything of it like like i said when we were i was watching it and i was like all it needs is this and then it gave it to me yeah like, you gotta be fucking kidding me yeah all right i'm sold so uh yeah it has a little bit uh, of everything <laughs> it does yeah it's um it's like a really good, not really like all you can eat buffet, but it's like a really good, like you go to a restaurant and then you just see like all this good stuff and yeah. you kind of pick and choose what you yeah. want or something. It's like, got a little horror. It's got a couple of jump scares. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. Good. It's got good like action sequences and stuff too. Yeah, it's just sequences, hilarious. Like time, like the timing keeps happening yeah, with it. And, yeah. uh, even shit, even um, the women characters in the movies, like they're portrayed like really well. There's people of color in the movie that are portrayed. But most, not because most of the women color. characters. Oh yeah, yeah. It shows a bring a couple of dates and they're just like generic stereotypes of yeah, women. But it's like now. supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, that, that's what it is. <laughs> that's a joke he says that I thought was one of the funniest ones. Nobody thought it was as funny, where it is like, how many dog face Snapchats do you need? Because that's all I see on like Facebook and Snapchat's people with like either the glasses oh, yeah. one or the dog one. I'm Absolutely, like, yeah. Ugh. Like, you don't need those filters anymore. Yeah. What's going on? Uh but no, like Rachel McAdams' character, I noticed in the end, she was the one that both times she's the one that saved uh Jay Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman yeah. It wasn't like, oh, the wife got hurt and the husband's got like no, like no. Jason Bateman was like, hey, I'm gonna go do this, and then he fucked up, and then she showed up and was like, hey, and I he got gets it. hurt more. Yeah, <clears throat> it was uh fucking hilarious, but uh no, it was everything about it is just really good. So I give yeah. the award to the whole movie. Absolutely, if you 100 like if you can make this happen, go see it. So 
It's uh, it's really good. Yeah, for um, sure. I'll pay for you to go see it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing that shit. Don't fucking hit me up. And he was like, "Hey, you gonna pay for me?" Like, <laughs> no, like, no. I got to see. I it. just said that. <laughs> I was gonna say I got to see it for free, but I forgot I didn't because I did got not. my Regal movie free ticket. Because you didn't want to wait in line. I didn't want to wait in line because I got there and it was packed. Because I kid you not, I walked up to the uh, kiosk. I walked up and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, there's a line. What the hell is everyone seeing? And I hear the person behind the counter say, "Oh, that showing of Black Panther is sold out." Yeah, Black Panther's still like, are selling you out. Fucking kidding me? Like it's still like good. It's yeah, a good thing. Yeah, it's like, good. Yeah. I'm happy for it, but I was just like. I need to get my ticket real quick and I'm not seeing Black Panther. So I just, I literally just got on the app. I was like, fuck it. I'll buy it real quick. Yeah. So I, just, I bought the ticket as I was walking into the theater, but whatever. Black Panther still, uh, still doing its thing. Still fucking going. Man. Still doing its thing. Made over a billion. I forgot. We, we forgot to say that in, uh, the news. Yeah. It's, it's officially killing it. at over a billion, which is, I think it's only come second to Avengers. I think, so. I think that's the only yeah. other Marvel film. That's made that money. Yeah. Which is surprising, especially for basically characters first out, even though he was introduced in Civil War. It's, yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah. So good, good for it. Uh, we, I think we, I don't think we mentioned in the news that the new Infinity War trailer was out, which neither one of us went we to watch because I just don't want to say I saw too much. I really liked, I think I'm one of those few people that like Age of Ultron more than the first Avengers movie. Uh, not me, not at all. And, uh, <laughs> I remember seeing Age of Ultron, and I was just like, I've seen this in the trailer, I've seen this in the trailer, I've seen this in the trailer. And so I'm not watching any more of the trailer. I've seen the one trailer for Infinity Wars. I'm already going to go see it. So yeah. I'm just not watching anything else. Yeah. I'm not going on my way for it. So It's already going to be a light but... sequel to Black Panther. Yeah. Because exactly. I mean, the first trailer, you can see a good portion of it's going to be set in Wakanda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to see all these characters so again. pretty sure Thanos so. is going for that last Soul Stone. It's got to be. Yeah. The, it's got to be a Wakanda. Wakanda yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll find out there, but yeah. um, walk around looking like fucking sorry. grimace, <laughs> like grimace. Yeah, grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying like Thanos is like grimace. Yeah, it looks like a big purple <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that's our <laughs> review of uh, Game Night. Um. What do you got? You got to recommend? I don't have anything to recommend. To uh. Me. Yeah. Uh, last me. weekend. This is all you, baby. Go. Last. <laughs> Well, that, that actually works pretty well with what I'm going to talk about. Um, oh, okay. Last weekend, I binge-watched The Deuce, uh-huh. all eight episodes of it. I heard that's incredible. It is incredible. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, it takes place in 1971 yeah. on uh, 42nd Street, which is now, that's, that's the uh, strip now. I mean, it was a strip then also, but yeah. that's like where all the monitors, that's uh, like Times Time Square, Square and all okay. that yeah. now. But back in the 70s, it was uh, prostitution porn theaters sex shops mm-hmm. uh exploitation theaters uh drug dealers all up and down like basically it was just taxi driver and this show feels a lot like taxi driver mean streets or french connection it feels very gritty yeah. very 1970s new york you could feel almost as if travis bickles driving by in a taxi cab like just shaking his head or something yeah and um the uh the show follows uh stars james franco he plays twins um one the, the martino brothers one is like really responsible he's married and everything um is any of this based on like true stuff or yeah yeah they, they met a person that actually went through this so they made a fictionalized type account of it okay. i don't know who it is or whatever i guess that what happened was that somebody was going to write a book about like another author that david simon who's the creator of the wire and george pelicanos who's one of my favorite crime authors and he was the executive producer of the wire um an author they knew was going to make a book on all this stuff and he met a guy who James Franco's character is based off of. 
that owned a bar called the Hi-Hat in on 42nd Street. The Deuce is uh, what they call 42nd Street in the show. Gotcha. Um, that had this bar that was given to him by the mob. And he knew all this stuff about the prostitution around New York City and about the mob involvement in the rise of prostitution going to like brothels and stuff like that. At the time it's called massage parlors and uh, sex shops and all that and how they kind of had a hand in everything. And also how New York was changing into like prostitution led to pornography and pornography led to, you know, what it is now and stuff, but all like kind of started here. And he's like, I really can't make ends or ends meet with this or anything. So if you want to go, I think it'll work really well as a show. So at first they were like, I don't know, like, we'll see. I don't know. We're going to pitch HBO who at the same time was putting out a show called vinyl Mm -hmm. that Martin Scorsese and uh, Mick Jagger were created, created. And um, it said the 1970s about uh, record labels and stuff. And they had just greenlit the first season. And then they came to him with this, like, hey, we want to do a 1970s show also. It's about prostitution. It's going to be a lot of sex or whatever. And they're like, hey, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to do it. And HBO was like, all right, like, go for it. <laughs> and this one's been renewed for another season. Vinyl didn't. Only one, one season. Yeah, yeah. So and, you, uh, I think you said they're like the, the second season and third season are going to be yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, first of all, let me say that the, the movie, uh, movie, the show has a lot of sex in it. Uh-huh. It's got a lot of, of course, with the, um, with the uh, content it has about it being about prostitution and pornography. They want to make sure that it was a misogynistic view of it. Like, oh, this is just written by men, directed by men about yeah. women just fucking men. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. Being streetwalkers, stuff like that. But a lot of the women, there's a lot of women behind the scenes. They got mainly women directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, women in the writing room and stuff like that and uh they got strong like women like like the prostitutes actually feel like like people they aren't just like oh we just fuck and that's all we do like everybody's actual developing yeah they all have arcs and they're all doing different things and some of them just ended up here and some of them were just looking for a way out of where they came from gotcha you know um which i mean this is realistic you know um but yeah the uh i guess george pelicano says that you know, they already got renewed for a second season. He says that they have a plan for three seasons, that this is set in 1971, so it's all the start of everything. Literally, I mean, I don't think it's spoiling anything, but by the time the season ends, the season ends is the um, premiere of Deep Throat. Oh, okay. Which is, like, the porn film that kind of started, like, everything. Yeah, So, yeah. like, the last episode, you see that premiere. So, this is all leading up to that. And then, I guess the next season will be... Uh, said 1979 and then the third season he says if they get renewed for that will be in the mid 80s and he just wants to do three seasons you know same characters you'll be losing a couple here and there just because it's going to be like aging naturally so you just hear like a throwaway line or somebody mentions something or it's like well, what happened to like larry it's like oh well you know larry got busted or like yeah yeah you know, got yeah. had a heart attack or whatever the fuck <laughs> no, you know yeah yeah um and everybody's gonna be developing and just gonna see how this thing kind of became an industry and how new york was changing over the course as well yeah it's very strange because uh david simon and george pelicano's both are authors both from baltimore usually their stories take place in baltimore i think the wire took place in baltimore as well um so this is like one of the first things where they're actually like new york city we're making new york city and everything and it's gritty and all the characters are really interesting and it's eight episodes and i just shot them back to back and it's on hbo and it's on hbo yep. um the deuce the deuce and it's it's great it's uh 
it, just be sure to know that you're going to be seeing nudity. Yeah. You see a lot of penis. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see penises. You're going to see vaginas. You're going to see tits. You're going to see, you know, oh, baby. all that stuff. Yeah. You see people giving head and things like that. It's, it comes with the territory, but it's like everything is really well done. Yeah. I would think, you know, an HP show about, yeah. an HBO show about prostitution. <laughs> yeah, and it's all sleazy, of yeah. course, like for that thing, but it's not like erotic. You yeah. know, there's like, yeah. just like no sex scenes like that happen in the show yeah. where I felt like, let me just pause this real quick. So then you, I need to go and jerk off in the bathroom. Like there's no part of like, there's it's nothing part of the aesthetic. Yeah. It's not glamorizing like sex. We're just yeah. like, wow, this is like, this is rough. Like yeah. some of this stuff is like, this is like really like sleazy. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. Movie. It's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, all the, even like James Franco, I'm usually like, eh, you yeah. know, whatever. He's, he's going to hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. So. He's really good on the show. And, um, I guess that after those things came up about, cause he's an executive producer on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, those allegations came up about him. Yeah. Um, and Dave, they asked Dave assigned me. He's like, well, I mean, we, we are, we do know about, we heard this stuff, but he's acting nothing but professional our set. Yeah. And he's, you know, been, he hasn't caused any trouble here or anything like that. So he will be in the second season, everything like that. But they are aware. They're like, no, we completely understand everybody's yeah. concerns, Gotcha. but he hasn't acted up here or anything like that. He's been more than professional. And yeah, courteous to everybody here I mean, so. after you get called out on shit like that i would hope you'd, <laughs> you'd get your shit straight but, well yeah absolutely yeah. that and i mean you know i, mean, the, I don't know too much about the stuff that he was going on it was, it was a lot of women that he was mentoring okay. it was like people on set i don't think i know what, some stuff like years ago happened with a barely underage uh girl yeah i'm hearing about in, that like, over in like italy or yeah like where or i think it's that. legal I, it, like for a 17 like, year old or something like something, that but for and here the girl was not, like 17 yeah. or 16 and so there was like a really weird yeah I remember that or something. Yeah, yeah it was something weird but uh but here you know I mean it's definitely stepping on eggshells with everything you know yeah. and then you can't just you know villainize somebody just cause allegations come up yeah you know even though it changes their image and everything like that right then you could be like alright fuck unless you're like Weinstein of course where a lot came oh, out yeah. <laughs> and it got proven it's like but oh we're not denying like, any of this yeah <laughs> where things come up where it's like there are allegations or they're just that they're allegations so yeah they're handling professional stuff. He's good in the show, and yeah, you know. if, I, from from I'm under the impression that it's like an ongoing kind of like they're trying to figure. Yeah, stuff. like they're not just giving him a pass. They're like, oh, James Franco was good. Like he's our like yeah. No, they've looked into stuff, and he's that happened with the Oscars. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, he didn't get a nomination for Disaster Artist. Like Disaster Artist only got a nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, I heard people that, are yeah. like a lot of people are pretty sure that it hurt his chances at a Best Actor have, yeah. nomination because of the stuff came out. Yeah. So it does affect him and everything like that, but you know, he's good in the show. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal's good. The whole cast is great. A lot, a lot of uh, Wire alumni. You oh, want to okay. see Method Man as a 1970s pimp? <laughs> he's got like the long straightened hair, and he's funny. got suits huh. on stuff. He plays a pimp named Ronnie and Blackthorn from the Roots is also a pimp named Reggie Love in the show. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. yeah. Dang. So it's uh, yeah. I'll have to check good. that out then. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, the Deuce on HBO. Yep. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Yeah. So um, if you get any questions, comments, concerns, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can email at us uh, and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's and the award goes to podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. I might like put a post on Facebook and ask people what their favorite like tabletop game is. Or something, yeah, sure. Just to, yeah, <laughs> just to find sure. out. Keep it keeping the theme of this uh this episode yeah the, the movie was hilarious it was and it's about board games and shit or just games in general yeah you gotta stay young gotta play games man yeah you gotta, sure. gotta have fun i love yeah, board games can't get too serious um so that's it yeah 
And we're trying. There's a couple of different movies that are coming out that we want to see. Like you really want to see Out of the Dogs. Out of the Dogs. But I think I'll, I think next week our review is gonna be is gonna be on um Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. Like three ones come out. Like I'll probably see Out of the Dogs by myself. I don't know if we're gonna review that, but yeah, um Ready I mean, Player we One definitely could. And, I don't know uh, what's gonna be after. I know it's Ready Player One. Pacific Rim comes Pacific out. Pacific Rim that comes out weekend. after that. No, it comes out that same weekend. I think. Does it? I, I think thought they it... both come out. I think oh, all three okay. of those come out next weekend. Oh, okay. Ready Player One comes out on Thursday, and the other two come yeah. out on Friday. Yeah, and I think the yeah. weekend after that is like a quiet place, maybe. So we might. Be yeah, I think, that like, soon. Uh, I think it's like the first week of April. So it I think there, I think there's another week but in next between. Oh, okay. Is next weekend the only the last weekend of March? Or? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I got a calendar it's here like somewhere. It's like the 27th, isn't it? So uh, it's the 17th right now. But next Friday, you got you got two. Uh, you got the 24th will be next Saturday, and 31st will be the Saturday after oh, that. So then, okay. then we have the first weekend gotcha, of April. Gotcha. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking next weekend was the 27th. No, I've got the 27th stuck in my head because I think the 27th is on a Tuesday yes yeah that's when far cry 5 comes out <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> that's why it's stuck in my head because <laughs> i uh, i i legitimately asked for a day off from work for that <laughs> wow. like I'm, t- I'm taking a day to myself i'm relaxing the game comes out i love the far cry series i love three and four i'm gonna like get some junk food i'm just gonna like play that game all day this one looks really just, good like, looks interesting yeah it's it looks backwoods good. and yeah white trash and stuff yeah white supremacist cult yeah Yeah, it looks really interesting so i'm I'm very excited for it so i'm gonna take a jt day and just hang out and do do my own thing but uh yeah that's why i kept on thinking of the 27th but yeah ready player one will probably be our next episode which has gotten pretty good review like i keep hearing good things i heard at the steven spielberg screening afterwards there was a standing ovation yeah. like people were clapping and yeah, shit. people give eights and 8.5s i hear that the thing to take away from though is that it's it's um a movie that's great with just feeling free to love what you love yeah like yeah. like it is like one of the ultimate communal films yeah because like you can go from being a fandom of any sort yeah and just enjoy this the film whole, yeah. and like the whole movie just yeah. seems like a celebration of like pop culture yeah it's just a celebration like, of every fun. kind yeah, of it's... every kind of fandom from what i understand from yeah. movies to video games to books there's to comics all kinds of stuff if you look in those trailers there's all like you see voltron you see the t-rex from jurassic park you see the delorean you see the you see iron Chucky. giant you see iron giant you see i'm pretty sure it's like an orc thing from War, world of warcraft yeah. i fucking swear to god i saw a chocobo in one of the trailers i'm like someone's riding a chocobo yeah that's uh, the girl from overwatch in right review there. someone like, saw uh the review i watched they saw the guy saw it twice yeah and he's like i'm happy he saw it twice because i caught even more references the second time yeah. and i want to see a third time just because like <laughs> there's even more references yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like even like little things i guess that you just kind of glimpse at like oh, just okay. an item of some sort that's in the background yeah. like what is you that? like look at there like oh shit but yeah. i guess it is you know him kind of trying to do something more in the vein of like raiders of the lost ark or something i'm kind of excited for yeah, it so. now i never read the book or anything yeah you know, i didn't so. i didn't read the book either i'm uh it just looks like this movie could be either pretty good or like absolute garbage yeah, yeah. so we'll I see yeah we'll see but yeah. uh i'm i'm excited but like people are saying it's good so i'm like oh, okay. i trust Bilberg. i mean he's a great director he he is. I just haven't really enjoyed anything from him over the past like ten years. I do. I, I think they're all good movies. It's just nothing that yeah. blew me away. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like the last thing I really enjoyed from him was uh War of the Worlds. See, I wasn't okay. blown away by that. I wasn't blown away either, but I was like, this is solid. That or okay, Minority Report or anything like that. I but loved I loved Minority they're Report. Report. Yeah. yeah. That was the nineties though, wasn't it? Like, no, that was two thousand. Two thousand? Two thousand one. Something oh, okay. there. I mean, I haven't loved anything from him since like Jurassic Park, but Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was looking at his filmography and I was just like flipping through thing. it. Well, it's a big thing, but like I didn't find any bad films really from him. Oh, okay. You know what Fair I'm saying? Enough. Like, 
Um, Even BFG? Didn't he do that? Yeah, he did do BFG. Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> I, I didn't see it. I can't say that. I, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't see it. it. But I heard it was pretty bad. It's just I'm, I'm happy to see him do something that's not a not a political thriller. Yeah, but wasn't that what he just did? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, the post or, was... The post was uh, yeah, that was him, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but, busy yeah, fucking dude. Like, dude's the, like 70. Yeah. He's still... He was doing both of these at the same time. The post... And Ready Player One. Jeez. He was doing and and like Good just to him. think like he had to like wrap this up while starting this and this with all these characters and like <laughs> just, ideas and stuff. He was like, "Yep, I'm just gonna do it anyways." You just see fucking like a DeLorean drive by in the post, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> <was> like, "Shit!" <laughs> it edited like, that wrong out. set. Wrong set. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking George Lucas came and make goddamn prequel films. <laughs> I mean, this guy's making like two or three films at a time. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. So next next week we'll we'll probably be seeing Ready Player One. Yeah, Ready Player so, One. Uh, yeah. I went from not giving a shit about this movie to oh maybe it'll be yeah, alright. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Um, but that'll be next week. And until then, you can find all our shit. Like I said, online somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Night. Bye. Bye.